Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Today's episode is brought to you by Condition One. While stationed in Africa, U.S. Marine Matt DeMeo faced his toughest challenge yet his diet. Like many Marines, Matt wasn't eating real food on a daily basis. As a result, he had a constant fatigue and low energy. What he needed was the perfect performance bar, a well-rounded protein bar made from real food, one packed with a full spectrum of amino acids and protein, complex carbs and healthy fats, sustained energy, muscle fatigue prevention, and more. So Matt teamed up with a nutritionist and condition one was born. From shoulders and gym lovers to those with active lifestyles, C1 can help you reach your fitness goals without the dry, chalky taste. And to honor his military roots, every C1 purchase helps veteran nonprofits. Condition One is exclusively offering our listeners 10% off the next online purchase. Head over to GoCondition1.com and use the code POD10 to get your protein bar today. Welcome to Monster and Podcast. I'm your host Tanner, and this is my special guest Isaac from Hidden in Shadows Podcast. Hello, hey. Isaac. Hey, how you doing? I'm trying to regain up, trying to regain up a little bit. Regain? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how to do that. Where I'm sitting. Oh, go to your um down the corner by volume settings and change your audio settings and. Turn your, I go. Hidden Shadows, what's that about? Let's deal with it. 
Well, Hidden Shadows, it's essentially a, a, a podcast where we're talking about all things paranormal, the things that are hidden in the shadows that most people don't want to talk about or don't want to acknowledge. Um, essentially, it was born from another podcast called Not Your Average Conversation, which that was more comedy-based, but this wanted to be more paranormal-based in a sense. Yeah. Um, we, stu- we still do the same things in a sense of NYAC to Hidden Shadows is... We draw from our haunted jar topics, where we um, every and every episode we pull a, a different topic from the next, so people can know next week what we're talking about ahead of time. Nice. Yeah. What got you? What got you interested into the paranormal? Uh, living with it, as long Ooh. as I can remember. Um, ever since I was a kid, um, it's like I could never escape it. Uh, from ghosts to hearing weird things outside at night and living on a ranch that was kind of in the middle of nowhere. And anyone who's, well, if you haven't listened to it um, yet, the Hidden in the Shadows podcast, I implore you to um, uh, just for the, the episodes alone that we have done so far and a lot more we're going to do. But one of the things I described is the ranch that I grew up on. And I don't know if it's the ranch per se that's a hot spot for everything paranormal or it's they're attracted to me and that's still a mystery of why i'm surrounded but we know why my wife is consistently surrounded um she is um right classification right now is called sensitive um but she's actually a medium or psychic medium that's denying her abilities of what she truly is so it's kind of making her sensitive right now um but she's opening up more to it but that's the reason why she's been following around why i have been following around is it's like i can't i still trying to figure that out um but yeah um ghost sightings seeing weird things at nights um i think i talked about this in ghost stories one or two i can't remember where me and my brother saw uh, a white figure standing out in the field um skin looked dead and rotted almost yeah and yeah, the guy was just plain white, white enough to be seen underneath moonlight that he was bright enough to see standing out in the field. Um, second oldest brother is the one who saw him first, and I saw him. But I basically saw him like kind of like he was turning away and walking the opposite direction. Yeah. What were you? I'm not trying to hard remember. But um, maybe. Um, what were you thinking when you saw him? Uh, what? Who's that? No, that uh, it, it was the first time I ever. If it was a ghost, I ever saw a ghost. Um, if it was a creature, first creature I ever saw. Um, no, it can't be a man because a man wouldn't have that kind of skin. No, we'd be out there standing in the field naked. Just see, because there's no other neighbors for miles, and I mean miles, because yeah. where I lived was about 15 miles outside of town, and a town that was already populated by only 1,500 people. Um, where I live, my only neighbors were my in, uh, my my relatives, my yeah. grandfather, my grandmother, and then my uncle and his family, and that was it. Yeah. So, I saw the place like that. It was like closest neighbor was like five miles on the road. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I like that. I like living there because you can just do anything you want. Because you can't really clamp clamp about noise or anything. It made having parties real nice because yeah. you don't worry about sound ordinance or anything like that. 
What was the first like um unusual like thing you saw? Like not not ghosts, but like something other than a ghost. Well, besides that, that happened when I was fourteen. I want to say. Yeah. Um. If I go back in my memory, I want to say around eight. Uh. I, I can't explain why or what happened essentially, but um, something was in the room with me when I was a kid and I was the only one in the room. I used to share the bro- uh, room with my brothers, but for some reason this evening they weren't there. And I had the lights on, mind you, in their room. Lights, mm-hmm. I was on the bed and for some reason something was messing with the lights, making lights brighter and then dimming them, brighter and dimming them. And we don't have no dimmers in the house. This is a trailer, mm-hmm. you know, high technology barely anything high tech in it just your basic level house yeah. and it was bothering me and essentially like, it was just irritatingly and i felt like someone was in the room messing with me and yeah, i like, can't i don't remember my brother you say like yeah. annoying i'm the oldest mind you i'm the oldest of all my siblings i know but is it like annoying you like he was like a little brother to you i no it was just like i wanted to sleep and i was like i was like pissed off and i was like i remember like crying a little bit because I, I was a little kid or something and like it just wouldn't leave me alone yeah yeah i'll be annoying. i'll be pissed yeah but i remember that's like the earliest time i ever it dealt with anything paranormal and then that laid a long road after that um so from from on we're, talk, we're trying to record this earlier, but we got a little technical difficulties. <laughs> Hopefully, Clausen. What was this Windows and internet things happening? Yeah. Like I, like I, like I said, we tried to report. Uh, if anything paranormal comes through my side to yours, uh, I do apologize ahead of time. Um, it's been known to uh, technology, has been known to have things travel between the two. Hmm. <laughs> you have any weird hauntings and I uh, just say I told you so or I, uh, you know <laughs> I'm sure this giant mirror I'm standing in front of doesn't help yeah <laughs> um so Vermont has champ champion champagne like monster yeah the first thing I researched when I tried to find things on Vermont when it came to cryptoids that was like the top one that came up I guess it's like their Loch Ness monster yeah, it's like the North American botanist monster. Very famous here in North America. Very like, um, what's that? What's that dinosaur that swims? Not Ducky, but the other one. Um, I remember this store. I remember the store specifically because just from the captain's name, Captain Crumb. Captain Crumb. Yeah, he got to get his boat got hit by it. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, like it's pretty gnarly, dude. I had this thing. It's huge. It wasn't no, it wasn't no fish. It's like what? That's all. That freaking long ass. Hard to me, geez. It ran into my ship. It's damn monster. I'm go get. It. And I think uh, I heard stories about like how a bunch of people were like let's go get it. And even was the circus guy. What's his name? Fucking forget the scam artist guy. B.B. Barnum? Yeah, he's like, <laughs> someone shoots this thing, I'll give you some money. Like, okay. I didn't know that. He wanted it. Put it in a tank and have people look at it. 
Or, oh, I feel awful. What you, all that food? I probably get so hungry. <laughs> what was your most uh, like uh, exotic pet you ever had? Bearded dragon. Bearded dragon is cool. Yeah, I mean I've had cats and dogs and stuff like that, but uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I had I wanted I used to work uh, with a manager at uh, PetSmart, and nice. um, his first contact I ever had with them, and I was like, oh, this is nice. So I learned everything I could on them, and I was like, I think I could have this as a pet. Was was like with her having them as a pet. What happened to it? I was like having them as a pet. Uh, he was fine. He was real lazy. Um, yeah. Besides feeding them, I named him Garrus. Yeah. From the Mass Effect character. Nice. Yeah. Because um, I guess because Garrus to me looked like a lizard, so that's why I thought it was the same. But um, no, he was he was uh, real easy to take care of. Uh, besides feeding them, make sure he had proper sunlight and the right heat. And that was about it. Yeah. I. I remember getting a baby iguana around winter time and that didn't really work out because it was so cold. I think it got out or a cat got to, got to it. No. Oh. I just gave, uh, gave Garrus away to a friend of mine who, uh, who used to have a bearded dragon didn't have any one. And uh, around the time my son was born, I had to, I wanted to, I said I had to give him up, I wanted to give him up just so I could spend more time with my son in a sense because yeah. he was newborn. So I had to uh, give it to a friend. So far, he's still alive. So they lived for about 15 years. That's good. That's good. <clears throat> My uh, grandma has this bird. It's like 25 years old. Birds live a long time. Especially parrots. Parrots live yeah. to 100. <laughs> so African gray. And another one I found was uh, coon gator, like a raccoon, so alligator, crocodile face on it. Yeah, that was weird. That was. And I think I said this in the last episode that we recorded with uh, Hidden in the Shadows, that um, all legends or urban legends or whatever is based on some kind of truth. So I'm not saying it was a raccoon with an alligator head. It might have been alligator head that was cut off by something, and then a raccoon kind of ran into it and made it run off with it. Yeah. Someone saw that, like, oh my god. Yeah. Or like a really like the foreign raccoon, maybe. Yeah. Some crazy stuff. Some crazy stuff in wild. What was like the weirdest thing you ever seen in the forest? Seen? Or like this experience. Right. experience. Uh I got two. One kind of story that I've already told once, I think, uh, on the Hidden in the Shadows podcast. But um, uh, I came over, because I'm living in North Carolina now. Yeah. And I went over to Texas to visit my, my family and stuff like that. And the ranch that I grew up on, notorious, and all the stories I've told about it, um, it's very it's very, it's very big. I don't know, acre size-wise, but the distance from my house that I grew up in to my grandparents was about 100 yards. It's about a full off road. And then the distance from that house, the same to my uncle's house, is about 100 and I'd say 150 yards. So it's yeah. a good distance. Um, most of the time we just walk because it was so short of an area. Um, this is at night, and I made the trip over to my uncle's house because everyone was there. And my aunt was cooking his dinner. So yeah. I was like, halfway through walking, I thought I probably should have driven. Knowing all the stuff that I <laughs> dealt with on this ranch and I'm back, I probably should have. But I was already halfway there, so I was like, I just kept going. 
and I was on the dirt road because they're all dirt roads. Mm-hmm. And I was going up to my uncle's place, and um, thinking that, thinking, oh, I should have probably drove my car. It's like that. All of a sudden, boom! Right on my right side uh, was a big fence that the new guy who owned the land on the opposite side built. This fence is probably a good ten feet. Oh. It's like solid metal and like metal grading, like high high level quality fence, yeah. and just like the biggest bang you can think of. And I was like, what? And I literally. Well, probably would have shit myself if I was had anything in my stomach. Um, yeah. But I look and I saw it was a deer. It, wasn't, oh. it, just a deer. it was a buck. It was like probably a good antlered buck, very big. And the thing is, from where he hit the fence, saw I turned and saw him run off. If that fence wasn't there, he would have ran right into me. Oof. And I never would have heard him coming. I didn't hear any little trots or like anything like that or like like pitter patter in the ground. Nothing. It was quiet, and then all of a sudden that bang came out of nowhere. Um, what the hell? Yeah, exactly. And I was like, why are you coming after me? You know, but me being me, surrounded mm-hmm. by the paranormal, it just kind of, I guess it seems fitting. The other time I was a kid, I had to be 11 or 12, 12, I think it was, yeah, 12 or 13. No, younger than that. No, sorry. I was like seven. Before I went to California, I went to California, I was 10. So I had to be mm-hmm. born. I was like nine. Um, it was middle of the day towards the afternoon. Um, we hear the screaming of like something in the woods a good because we have have wooded area around us like right directly behind us wooded area to the right open field that goes into wooded area to the left wooded area again so it's a good break of area where you can just basically see open land but um the area that was covered in wooded um the texas woods uh we heard a screaming like it it, i mean if you're educated guesser it's a wounded animal but it sounded different from a wounded animal i've never heard heard uh, a deer scream like this or anything and it was loud mind you very very loud um and it kept getting closer and closer to the house to the point where it was so loud that it felt like it was vibrating the glass on the windows um and then my dad i guess thought it was dangerous or whatever it was um he ran out there with like i think he had a 357 magnum at the time and it fired about five shots in the direction that it was yeah. And we heard something scurry away. Something heavy and scurry away. Ooh. Yeah. Did it sound like a like getaway kind of screaming? It, I don't know. It, it was it was like, it was just like, if it, it was in pain, it was in pain, essentially. Uh, I've heard mountain lions scream before that sound like women. But this yeah. didn't sound like a woman. This sounded like, when I was a kid, the best way I'd describe it, like a pterodactyl, almost. Like real high-pitched like how pterodactyl sound in Jurassic Park, like that, Oof. but more more guttural and like, I guess more distorted. Oh. So that was a cryptoid I dealt with in Texas. That, that was probably my only uh, experience with one. Sounds like a Bigfoot, maybe. If Bigfoot sound like that, I never want to meet one. Yeah. Heard some nasty stuff about Bigfoot. Not nice. But- some stories about them tearing people apart and eating them alive and stuff, especially around the Vermont area. Well, Bigfoot is one of those cryptoids that there's so much evidence to say that there is, and there's also a lot of evidence that's not the same that says that there isn't, okay. which that's a hard creature to come along wide and say, oh yeah, he's definite, this Bigfoot's a real. Because um, I know the last episode we did on fairies and folklore stuff, 
we basically were saying that it's it's hard to believe something you never experienced um when it comes to that and it same goes for cryptoids like i said i've never seen one and if that was one that i heard then yeah i guess i heard one um weird creatures and stuff like that even to my uh native uh country uh mexico uh where my i guess my family's from uh they have endless cryptoid stories um especially it's like southern areas towards southern south mexico of a giant yes. creatures that um a giant hole in their stomach or their chest area it's like a giant mouth with teeth with yes. one eye and they have like giant claws in their hands and they're mm. all furry and about the size of an elephant Oops. Oh, I heard about this thing. Yeah. Apparently, it dragged a blue, a baby blue whale in the middle of the jungle. Yes. I, I, guys, to cover this, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, that's where I heard it from. That was a good one. I like that one. And all your episodes are all your episodes are really good. Yeah. Now, I, I don't think we we uh, we depth into that, but um, we are gonna have an episode on cryptoids. Um. If you were going to search for Bigfoot, how would you do it? Go to the area where they're normally spotted, which would have been the what, Washington? Washington yeah. State, where most people see them. Yeah, like Pacific Northwest. Yeah. Which I was surprised that I heard that they have spottings in Vermont, you know. But then again, it's on the opposite side of the country in the same area, so it technically would be there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, what kind of method would you use? I have minor hunting skills. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it sounds like you've run into them with stories I've heard without even trying. Like campers, people who are on RVs, they just they find like a, a, a I think is a, a secluded, secluded spot somewhere in the woods and they end up running into stuff. But I've heard enough horror stories about the woods that I'm probably never going to go camping. Yeah. yeah. I've been camping number of times and it sucks it's especially when you get to go to the bathroom all night <laughs> i just probably just piss in the tree uh you know i was gonna go pissing's easy but we can go take a shit it's worse yeah, that, that, that's where it gets difficult but then i seen those things it's kind of like a like a seat with a hole in it you just put somewhere yeah <laughs> for far, so, far away for your camping i think if i was looking for a bigfoot and i had the resources i've already like Look at people. I got a lot of people in this sweeped whole forest. I'm like east to west. The amount of people it would take to do something like that, to make sure you cover every inch, 100,000 maybe? Especially mm-hmm. some areas of the woods where it's just like extremely secluded. Mm-hmm. That's the only way I can think of. Like. Yeah, it- Who's that guy? This has apparently he has a Bigfoot or whatever. He killed it and then and then taxidermied it and he has like in a, a glass case. You can come look at it. Um, was it the what's his name? The cryptic guy? Um, Lawrence. I remember hearing that, that that story about him like having a that Bigfoot in like a glass case. So you you pay to view it. I think there was a. It was like the Iceman. I'm sorry. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I heard about it. It's like a one was like a replica, and one he had a real one somewhere. And it was like a, I think it's a Thandral, like caveman from Ice Age. (laughs) 
why do you think there's crypt like I'm trying to figure out like the reason there's so many cryptid stories in the world I think there's, from- there's creatures still alive from a time of dinosaurs or even after that before man was uh, dominant on the earth and they're still around or staying around or creatures and animals that yet to be discovered believe me there's always we've I forgot what they were saying there's over a thousand if not a hundred thousand different species of animals on the planet and we're still discovering more every day when it comes to everything so us finding something new is extremely possible especially in the water um, yeah, especially in the ocean, because the ocean itself is 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 we've discovered just a small small percent of it. Of we actually discovering it, uh, especially when underneath. Um, when it comes to land, there's still a lot of land uh, that's yet to be for anyone to step foot on, which is an odd thing to think about, because you think yeah. every inch of this planet probably someone has walked on. Not true. Even some places that you think is is highly populated. Canada alone should have, I guess, it's, it's probably the most untraveled areas just because it's so secluded. Yeah. And that goes all for northern, northern America. Like, I think of states in America, like Montana and like North Dakota and stuff like that, population, you can, the whole state's population is less than the city of New York. Yeah. So there's a lot of land, a lot of area that's going un unventured you would say yeah. uh, a lot of area a lot of space for something to live yeah or is that there the other theory is that they're interdimensional beings that get spit out from another dimension here and there's yeah I heard that one I heard it's like it's like a time gap thing happening you see them like they're from the past and they get spit out or in this pocket of time just interact them with a little bit. Interact with them for a second. You see them, and they go back into their back to their time. So I don't see them. So I can get no good pictures of them ever. Or they're created through magic, like uh, the Wendigos or Skinwalkers. Yes. That happened in Vermont now. That I heard and read on. Um. Would you? rather be a skinwalker or a wendigo you know what for the longest time i thought they're the same thing but mm-hmm. um wendigos apparently are like witches the witches they're witches yeah i've heard stories of skinwalkers like like they they basically they look like they're giant animals or something that's trying to look like a person at the same time or it's a person trying to look like a monster or an animal or something it's it depends on the story. Depends on the culture. Yeah. Some some stories like they're ice giants or like they're um monster. Oh, it's kind of hard to. Talk. I don't even know. They don't give a good description of it because it's so like taboo to talk about. Hmm. And I know Native Americans don't want to talk about it. They want to bring it up. Um. What's your favorite cryptid? <laughs> uh, I would have to go with, uh, I guess, home home base, home team thing. Uh, me being uh, Mexican, I guess our famous cryptid word, obviously, is a chupacabra. Chupacabra. To go yeah. sucker. Yeah. It's a... I, I, 
it's a lot different from what people think it looks like. I think it's like a dog, but it's more like a winged lizard bat thing, ain't it? Well, uh, in Mexican folklore, it's always described as is a small dog-looking creature. Uh, they're supposed to have two fangs for sucking the blood out of yes. animals with red eyes, but um, there's been sightings of them. Even found apparently a dead one. Now it looks like a dog with tinted blue skin. It also has like that mange, so a lot of its fur is gone. It's like looks skins look like scaled. So that would essentially come in with the scaly skin uh, legend part of it, uh, if it did be true. But if these are just a weird dog breed of mangy rabid dogs that uh, tear apart animals stuff like that which is a true part so that's the true part of chupacabras is that they, uh, farmers in Mexico have found the livestock like teared apart um, by the throats like a dog would so that's why mm-hmm. you know they think yeah, it, it's a vampire because it goes after the neck right so there is truth behind it um, the chupacabra legend like, most people's minds when they hear about it like oh my god that, you know that thing, things are out there. It's like, uh, for the most part, somewhat, yeah. <laughs> very must be very annoying for the farmers. Oh yeah, they're constantly out there shooting, shooting stuff. I heard, like I heard, her force band like this drinks the blood. It doesn't like eat the eat the meat or anything. Just like a vampire. Uh, I guess it's uh, yes and no. I mean, if they're dragging off carcasses and stuff like that, lone people can tell. Mm-hmm. But if they're scared away, it looks like it was drinking the blood because it's tearing at the neck. So I think that's where that part of that legend came from. Pretty. Oh, attacking the neck first is very common for animals. It's like, it's like big cats and stuff. They usually go for the neck first. Yeah. In Tennessee, very much here in Tennessee, except for like wild man, Tennessee wild man. So, now, North Carolina. I, I'm originally from Texas, like I've said, but mm. I live in North Carolina now. And like the only cryptoid or anything I heard about was uh, uh, Goat Man. That's near um, Fort Bragg here in North Carolina. What do you hear about him in Fort Bragg? Not much other than the fact that he's uh, a goat looking man creature, which is the opposite of the goat man in Texas from Goatman's Bridge. Goatman's Bridge, mm-hmm. Goatman was that was his nickname. He wasn't actually a goat man. Cool. What's the story about Goatman in Texas? Goatman's Bridge. Uh, I think if I remember correctly, uh, he was a uh, was a black guy who had goats consistently travel across his bridge with. Like either either he sold them or he just, I guess he migrated them from wherever they were. He or migrated, but he would herd them from across this bridge, and some slavers or white supremacists or something. They basically hung him from that bridge, and so forever yeah. haunts it. So that's why sometimes you can see like a body swinging from the bridge, or they see like they hear him underneath or something. Okay. Jerks, <laughs> but yeah, that's the story I heard on that goat man here in North Carolina. Nothing other from the fact that we have one that's basically our crypt for it. There's one in Illinois and one in New Hampshire, like I said, in one Texas, one North Carolina. First, first, all the same story, all like a goat man, goat man creature, half man, half goat that lives, haunts a bridge, kills 
horny teenagers cross it and stuff. Oh. He's basically Jason. Yeah. <laughs> then he, oh, I don't I can't say I watched the remake of Jason of the Friday the Fridays movie. I tried to watch like first twenty minutes and I got bored of it. I'm trying to think which one you're talking about. Uh, Jason X is the last one I watched and there was a new one that came out. Not the Freddy vs. Like the remake, I think. Uh, I think I did. I've seen so many. I'm really big into horror movies and stuff like that. Yeah. And goes like the same hand being surrounded by the paranormal. But um, yeah, uh, I think I watched it. I remember a scene where he first picked up the hockey mask. He was in like an attic or something. Um, I think so. Yeah. And before then, he had like a bag on his head or something. <laughs> Okay, I'm thinking about like thinking about all the Jason movies. I'm thinking about like remember Jason Goes to Hell. Uh, I've never seen all of them. Uh, I think I saw like nine, Jason X and Jason versus uh, Freddy versus Jason. Those are like the only ones I watched. I know the lore of it, but I never mm-hmm. like watched like all of them from the first to like the newest one. Is that a dog running around in your background? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man, you're a big dog guy. No, um, I do have a dog. I like other people's dogs, but yeah. um, if I had to pick an animal, it'd be a cat. Cat. <laughs> I like cats too. I can't handle that much of energy all the time from a dog. Like every single minute, like, hey, what's going on? Hey, hey, yeah. you know. Like I, I like cats. They're they're mellow. Hello, they're, they're they're very independent. So don't need a lot of stuff. So yeah, cool, yeah. I like them for the same reason. <laughs> What's your favorite type of cat? I don't. You know, for the longest time, I didn't know there were type of cats. I thought they're all just cats. Yeah. Um, from flat nose and that, but I learned about more cats because I had to working at PetSmart. Uh, I think it's a short-haired American, uh, like not tomcat, but. Uh, there was this weird breed. I remember, funny enough, uh, I've been I've been played I played in metal bands like death metal, deathcore bands, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and one band I was part of a death metal band. This is probably the most unmetal thing that we we me and the vocalist did is we were looking up cats, different breeds on the internet. Mm-hmm. And one of the friends, because we were at a party, this is his place, mind you, the vocalist place. Walked in, asked us if we wanted a beer or something, and we were just two sitting there looking up cats. He goes. You guys are probably one of the heaviest fans in San Antonio, and you guys are looking up cats. <laughs> it's fun. Well, <laughs> it's always shadow of this. We've talked about everything. We've talked about his bone. What's your uh, what's the most memorable moment or uh, performance you had forming in the band? Uh, it's actually on YouTube. You can actually find it. Oh, uh, Saturday Night Massacre was the name of the band that I was part of. Saturday Night Massacre. Yeah, we named it after a uh, movie, I think. Saturday Night uh, Fever? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, Saturday Night Massacre apparently was some political stunt that happened or something. Yeah. Actually, if you look it up on the internet, that's what comes up. Um, but no, we planned a show. It was a free show, mind you, in San Antonio. And there was maybe... 10 to 15 people out and we were the first band to play too 
and there's maybe 15 people out in the crowd area, the pit area that could hold like 150, if not more, right? Mm-hmm. 15 people spread around, sprinkled in there. We're like, oh, great. All right, let's let's play early, guys. Play in front of these people, right? So I turn around, I'm facing the drummer, and we hit an open core right before our opening intro to the, to the set. And I turn around, and the room is packed from front Ooh. to back, side to side, packed. Ooh. And I go, whoa, shit, all right, let's go. And then, like, we got into it, and then, like, you know, uh, you know, a couple mosh pits broke out. It was pretty intense. Like, that was probably my my, my favorite performance because it was, like, unexpected. Like, everyone just piled in at one time. So it's, yeah. Oh, a second. Yeah. Um, please talk about anything. Um, trying to stuff. Well, I told you right now, he might be barking at something that uh, came through. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's, a, it's a stupid dog. Oh. <laughs> but speaking on, uh, I guess, cryptoids of legend reasons, um, I think a cryptoid that, uh, like the Wendigo in the, in the um, well, the Wendigo, I think, is the one I heard mostly from Vermont um, area. Not much Skinwalker stuff. Skinwalker stuff seems to be like south west area like uh, Arizona and Nevada and then places around there but the Wendigo seems to be more northern which interests me do you find a way he's barking at his bone oh <laughs> all right I was I was thinking worst case scenario yeah perfect <laughs> I've been like binging like everybody's podcast this past couple of weeks oh my god like I'm freaking out with them uh I went, I went up to Massachusetts to visit family. I was like seven or eight. And I remember having this dream about this old lady in the window. Like old, like old hag lady. That's weird. Did she tap on the glass? She was like screaming in the glass. Oh. So did she tap on the glass? She wants to get in. Like, let me in. No. No stranger. Virginia or Vermont. It would, oh, my Virginia would be a big episode. I think that's where the Mothman is from. Is or, that North, or North Virginia. I think. I, don't know, I didn't. When I checked on stuff on um, on Vermont uh, cryptoids and legends, I didn't find anything about Mothman. I think oh, that's uh, more like Maryland. Maryland. Oh, oh, man. That Virginia. famous bridge that collapsed. That apparently, some guy got a, a warning from the Mothman, like. Like days before, always from um, West Virginia. That's where my friends from. Yeah. I maybe. Oh, um, I've never stopped that one because that one's so famous and too big. I think it witnesses get somebody seeing something. I just see some get someone seeing the bridge fall. Very nice. Is that Cthulhu on your shirt? Uh, supposed to be, but it's like an octopus. Like nerd. Oh, okay. From the top where I could see it looked like Cthulhu. I was like, <laughs> sure. Yeah. Cthulhu. Uh, what's, what's your favorite part of podcasting? Recording the episode because a lot of stuff we do is organic. Me between me and my wife. Mm-hmm. Now we talk ahead of time about what we're gonna do and what we're gonna discuss. And she's recently 
been doing research because um, before our episodes kind of just based on our experiences alone but um recently we've been having to do some kind of research to find out something and like i said this before i don't have experience with everything that we're going to talk about but i have experience with most things that we're going to talk about um i think our new episode that's coming out uh next friday uh the fourth september yeah september the fourth is going to be all about aliens and me per se i had not really much experience with aliens paranormal stuff ghosts demons everything underneath that abandoned i've had experiences with um even hearing a witch cackle once but uh when it comes to i'll explain that in a minute it looks like it interests you <laughs> um but when it comes to aliens not so much uh i think one time ever uh i ever had some kind of an alien encounter um but other from that, like not, 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 you know, not like alien. But I did learn a lot about alien stuff. But with alien stuff, as much as there is actual fact stuff, there is about ten times more fake stuff out there. Yeah. It come from from crazy people with out of out of their mind kind of weird theories and stuff like that. They're just doing it to sell sell something to you, um, which gets really annoying because that kind of ruins the um, integrity. Of stuff and when people find things yep yeah like the i think you know the dark reptilian theory which that not so far-fetched as much as i thought it was in the beginning not reptilian essentially but shapeshifters yeah um there's a weird video i watched of elvis that's some so he's like receiving an award from some little girl or something and he turns his face to the camera and he sees his left eye look like it's melting off his face probably drugs i was like what <laughs> and that like uh, one of his handlers when it runs over quick to him starts dabbing his face and stuff like that like trying to push it back in and spot and i was like what that doesn't make any sense and this footage is like of course from like early fit late 50s or something like that like early mm-hmm. 60s They're, like almost impossible to doctor or anything like that but it was just that looked looked weird like people say oh it's something uh, with the camera or something like that but the rest of the footage, everyone around in the area where his eye kind of went down, it was normal. Like the only imagery that went wrong is his eye looked like it was like falling down from its spot down to where its cheek was. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh shit. Um, yeah, but the witch thing I heard, I think I told that in one of the episodes on Hidden in the Shadows. I can't remember which one. But me and my brothers were told by our uncle that hi he was just doing it to scare us right mm-hmm. um not to go to this burnt down barn house thing that was about a good 50 yards on the other side of our fence um because it was wooded area and then it went over to the open clearing into where this barn was in the far back um and that same open clearing is where we saw the white figure standing um i think i told that story too but naked pale guy in the field yeah. Yeah. pale guy in the field um yeah that 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 whole spiel but it was in the same field area but this was during the day mind you that we went yeah. over there me and my brothers we had to be young like six or seven I, had, I was a kid essentially so we went over there just to check it out and from how closer we got i figured out that it wasn't a barn it looked like an old school building it had a lot of windows lying on the sides but the inside of the building was all black, like it was burnt down. It's an, oh, at no. Point in time, right? It's not good um, at all. <laughs> no. If it was a school building and it burned down, that, that's enough 
to make more hauntings and make more sense of why the ranch was so haunted. But uh, I, I can't think of any like, kind of building that looked like it was built around that time, like early, like late 1900s or early 1900s that had windows, glass windows all around the side of the building, right? Yeah. Um, and it was burnt. It was it was black. It like caved in. And about maybe, I don't know, 50 or so feet away from it, we hear this loud, <laughs> like loud witch cackle. Didn't see mm-hmm. one. Yeah, I just heard it loud. All three of my brothers, we, me and my brothers hauled ass back to the house. Yeah, as you out. did. Um, couldn't explain it. We told our mom about it. She's like, oh, you just heard something, right? No. And we thought maybe my uncles did it, but no one was home at the time. Everyone was at work. Ooh. Right? And, like, there's no one that lives out there. We didn't have neighbors at the time. I think I went last visit my dad. He does have neighbors now. But at that time, there was no one out there. It's like, open nothing. Yep. So, I think I would have reacted, reacted the same way. <laughs> I'm, I was, my whole, whole high school, I you know like, the pictures that show like different guys wearing glasses on the walls. They have, um, I was looking at one from like the 1920s or 30s, and there's one like girl in there. It's like weird, like off, like, like out of place almost in the picture. Uh-huh. You might have captured a ghost in that film. Maybe. Yeah. Or it's like, she was like the emo girl from the 1920s. I don't know. <laughs> If they were so back then, probably listen to jazz. It's <laughs> <laughs> just more about Vermont, man. There's, I can't find much on it, really. No, you should call this episode Vermont Legends and Slash Hit in the Shadow podcast interview. Yes. <laughs> it's like, 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 like a. Like Vermont Cryptids, champ. Vermont Monsters, champy. Okay. Oh my God. That's all you have. Seriously, I don't know. I had to like, dig up for like different stuff. I heard some theory about aliens, like ghosts and cryptids and stuff, that they're all actually aliens. Well, that's a theory that I actually played around with one time. Yeah. Um,. Like I said, aliens is not that far on my list of unbelievable things. I know they exist because we know that for sure. You know, the Department of Defense released that footage and they said, oh, yeah, we actually have the ships. Um, we don't know how they work. So the, our own government told us that. So yeah. we know for sure the spacecraft exists. Whether we had contact with them or not, that's still up in the air. Yeah. Um, but my, my thought process was if aliens exist, if... The Anunnaki, if you believe in such things, created us, and the ancient Sumerians, the ones that recorded it. Um, why would they create us with an ability to when we pass or die, that the essence of us that became us travels to another plane, another dimension, which you would say, and still yeah. exist? Um, I know they designed us essentially to be slaves and workers. Why we yeah. can build muscle so quickly, while our endurance is so high, while we heal at a good rate and stuff like that. We're made to be designed to work, to slave, essentially, yeah. for the Anaki when they were here. Yeah. Um, for gold. Yeah, that's what I learned. Yeah. Whether it's true or not, yeah, who knows. Uh, um, but that comes with a second thought, though, is why do ghosts exist? Why do our spirits still live 
here, not essentially on the same plane, but here all, all the same. And why do demons exist, you know? Yeah. Um, and I know demons exist. I've come face to face with one, or not say face to face with one, but face to about a good distance uh, to, in, 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 to one. And feeling the hate and heat coming from it is like anything I can ever describe. It's like staring in the face of a fire. That's not there. That's yeah. Um, so that exists. I know that for sure. So if aliens exist in the same time space or something, could aliens essentially be, be interdimensional creatures that can skip from dimension to dimension? When I say reality, reality, just kind of dimension to dimension. Yeah. And uh, ghosts are essentially the essence of us that could do the same thing. But we be, we become what's on their plane. They become physical aliens when they join yeah. our plane, and that's the only way that they can actually say work on our plane. Maybe that was some faulty designing by Anaki that created us, yeah. and we can now go to their plane, but in the form of a spirit essentially, and come back to ours. There's more questions than answers when you start going down the rabbit hole. But cryptoids can essentially be something that. An alien race, not essentially in the Anaki. Maybe another alien mm-hmm. race came up with experimenting. Hell, we do experiments all the time. Um, you know, what if they were, like like took this animal, took that animal, like put it together, and like uh, didn't work the way I wanted to. They throw it out into our dimension. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, mules and that those like dogs, for instance. Dogs are a great example of what yeah. happens when we mix stuff together. Well, that's it's generations of uh, breeding and yeah. selective uh, taking that dog and mixing with that dog to try to get a smaller dog or a bigger dog or a worker dog. It's just, there's no, there's no, you can't question the idea that something of a higher intelligence would probably do the same, but with others. Like Bigfoot, since you could be maybe the middle between us and cavemen, maybe that's Anaki's first try at humans. Maybe they've created Bigfoot. Too big, too dumb, too uh, too too violent. All right, start out, get start over again. All right, mm-hmm. and then they took the same formula and created man, and they stuck with man, but they left the Bigfoot out there to reproduce, to be out there, to create and exist. And they finally, the Bigfoots got pushed back into the woods by early man. You know, there's those. You can go down so many theories. <laughs> the Interdimensional traveling Bigfoot theory. That's a good one. Well, I'd say he that he travels between dimensions. I'm saying we were created and probably did. Yeah. Huh. That's just yeah. crazy. Yeah, <laughs> when you look down one thing and try to find it, it's a rabbit hole. That's always tell people do not go down the rabbit hole of YouTube. Because yeah. you're you're start looking at a music video for uh, a Lincoln Park song and then end up you know looking at how uh, the, uh, they're poisoning our water with fluoride or some shit you know like that weird like conspiracy theorist stuff you, you start one thing you get down there like how did how am I watching this I was trying to look for a video on this you know it's like I have watching like videos on hour long videos on like the fourth dimension on like geometry of fourth dimensionals shapes for half an hour. 
Yeah, it was. I, I remember I had I talked about this on one of our episodes. Um, there, I they always talk about there's five dimensions. Yeah. We live on the third. Yeah. Um, I believe, or I, I, I my my consensus is that uh, ghosts, angels, demons, all that, the spirits, essentially live yeah. in the fourth dimension. And right, they're peering through, right? What? Like they're in the fourth, like ghosts and spirits and demons are in the fourth dimension, and they're like crossing over to the third dimension, and like we're seeing like a sliver, like a slice of them, essentially. Well, fourth dimension, it's not different from ours, but time doesn't exist. Yeah. So to someone who's dead, or a ghost, why they're almost frozen in time, that would make sense. Time yeah. is still in their normal place to them because it doesn't exist in that plane. And on the fifth dimension, where time and space don't exist or aren't ruled by the same laws here i think that's where like god is essentially if there's you know if you believe in god and stuff like that that's where he would be right um fourth dimension would be all the basic spirits and if you go lower dimensions where you get you know weirder stuff oh it's got weird well what would a time go away with the extra dimension that 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 is hard to grasp and i've been studying quantum mechanics for fun yeah. <laughs> it's fun yeah but like court uh, yeah it's a fun i like it too it's really fun <laughs> it's crazy yeah i've been learning a lot about uh hugh everett and the multi-war theory what's that what was it tell me more about that uh shortner dr shortner or the, the, yeah. the guy who created the basic quantum mechanics the mathematics mm-hmm. behind it his own entire thing was the Schrodinger's cat theory, right? Where the cat in the box is alive or dead, but it has to be both in order for one to be right or wrong, right? Mm-hmm. That, for that to exist, right? there has to be multiple outcomes for it to exist. So there has to be multiple cats that exist in the same plane at the same time. So that's where Hugh Everett, using mathematics, created the multi-world theory. So he had... Hey guys, this is Eric and Jessica Carrier, the hosts of the Prairie Land Paranormal Podcast, and we are excited to officially be part of the Paranormality Radio Network. If you're looking for a show with variety and are interested in taking deep rabbit hole dives into topics such as legend, lore, conspiracy, and creepypasta, all with a little bit of a storytelling, research, and personal experience twist, check out our show at paranormalityradio.com, prairielandparanormalpodcast.com, or through your favorite podcast player. Basically, his theory is that every version of you is existing on the same plane at the same time, but in different places. Like maybe there's a version of you sitting where you are, but to the left, another version to the right, maybe sitting back against the bed, maybe sitting closer to the camera, maybe not in this the room that you're in right now, maybe another room, maybe like that, maybe not even doing it at all. Maybe you decided not to do a podcast for your choice or a hobby, or maybe another version, maybe a different podcast altogether. Just yeah. every thing, every scenario, every option that you would have exists in the same time. But it never intersects because you guys are always moving at different places and time and stuff like that. Which I think deja vu is when you and yourself intertwine or like collide themselves. And that's what creates the thought. Have I been here before? This timeline. We're not in this uh, reality, essentially. Oh. <laughs> Might as well over there. 
Or should I smoke weed? Or should I still smoke weed? <laughs> I can talk more about ghosts. I have more in my uh, my bag of tricks than just ghost stuff. <laughs> What's your, uh, who's your favorite movie ghost? Uh, what's his face from uh, Thirteen Ghosts, the Jackal? Jackal. Yeah, that's a good movie. Underrated. I I liked it a lot when I was a kid. It was really intense when I watched it. I was like fourteen or fifteen when I watched it. Um, uh, I Casper. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I go dark horror. You go funny. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Like the original. Cartoons. Okay. I remember watching Casper. Yeah, I think I had it on VHS. One of the few ones I had on VHS. Yeah. I don't like the. I don't like the movie. The live action movie. It's weird. You talking about the cartoon? The live action from the nineties. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember watching that. No, well, I'm in my thirties, so I, I had VHS back then when I was a kid before DVD even existed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's one of the ones I had on cassette. I remember watched all the time. I don't like him as a boy. He's gonna be ghost. Oh. Sad though. I'm on you. Yeah. Do um, you prefer? I don't like little kid, like little kid ghosts. The idea of like little children ghosts scare me. They're creepiest. Well, that's. If you talk to any paranormal investigator, they're on the fence whether kid ghosts exist or not. Oh, yeah, I heard about this. Yeah, like they're not sure, and it's, yeah, go on. You know, well, they, they, either child ghosts exist or they're demons portraying themselves as children to draw you in to make yourself more comfortable. Um, both cases have been proven. Hmm. All right, there's been kids out there, kid children ghosts, but then again, is it? Or is it just a very clever demon? And there's been a times that a paranormal investigator has investigated a spot that has children ghosts, supposedly, and come to find out that it's a demon by religious symbols added to um, that investigation that really triggered uh, the demon into um, basically revealing himself. Have you heard? Um, since you're demons, have you heard or experienced anything with angels? Your computer froze. What's the question? Um, since you since you experienced stuff with demons, yeah, have you experienced or heard anything about angels? That not so much. Hmm. Um, I we we talked about in the podcast. I think one of the first episodes. And me and my wife are Christian. Yeah. We we see everything from a Christian point of view. Um, and as a believer and stuff like that, I've never experienced anything angelic, though. Uh, the most closest I would say ever coming to God in a sense was um, I was, the reason I became a musician in the first place is I was a bass player in a praise band, yes. um, church praise band. Kind of sounded like 12 Stones. Mm -hmm. I remember that band from a way long time ago. Um, but it was like rock Christian music. Yes. That's way I can describe it. Very rock-esque. Which originally got me into even giving uh, religion even a you know the time of day was because of that. Um, but I was at a church camp, um, and the music played, not by me. I was just a spectator at that time. 
Um, we were singing, everyone in the room, probably a good 300 some kids, all singing the same song together. And I don't know if it was just a moment or time or everything, or God was in the room whatsoever, but I felt, I know it's like cringeworthy to talk about, yeah. but I felt the, the, I guess, the essence of uh, if God was there or not. Um, and it's an energy that I can never explain. And speaking of energy, um, I know, I, I think I, I don't remember I talked about this or not. Um, my wife being the medium, um, she's actually talked with other psychics and other mediums, and especially one named Tyler that she's actually become real close with and talking with. Um, apparently, according to him, he's been very spot on by everything that he said about Megan, about people she knows, people involved with, stuff like that. So he's believable. Um, but according to him, apparently I am a somewhat of a psychic medium myself, which I'm not too understanding on because I don't say it or claim to possess any kind of abilities or anything like that. But apparently mediums come in all different styles. Like maybe some can do this and others can do that more than the other or something like that. But apparently because my ability or whatever is to absorb energy okay. and not from people, not like an energy vampire. But like the energy of a room, um, I, and when I went back and thought about it, it makes a little bit of sense because for some reason I've always had a keen ability to, if I'm in the room, like say the best example is with band practices uh, or playing with as a musician, I was able mm -hmm. to say the guys are tired, we don't give a shit, you know, we're, we're all like play the same song eight times, or whatever, like when it's real bored type, I was somehow able to hype us up to enjoy um and i did that sub self uh, unconscious or you know is it subconsciously yeah subconsciously yeah. i was able to do that without me even knowing um to a point where i went back through my memories and thought about each time something like that happened where i felt like energy explode from myself or something um so going back to what i said about the whole religious experience that might have been me absorbing the entire energy of the room um, but as I've had anything to do with angels or anything like that, never seen one, never came close to one. Um, I've had somewhat of a near death experience, but not like I died. I came close to, <laughs> close to dying. I've avoided a lot of scenario, a lot of, I just say this, I have escaped death's grip several times. I'm glad for it. Glad huh? here. I'm glad you're here. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Uh, I'm still um, working on the whole energy thing, whether it's true or not, whether I can actually absorb energy or not. I don't. Or know. it's your your personality, and it helps bring mood up in the room. That would be a more realistic way to go about it, because I I don't see myself as that. But it could also be, and maybe an explanation of why paranormal has followed me around forever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think about like I never like how I don't experience anything. Like, I don't know if I'm like some blocked, uh, there's some blocked or something. Nothing okay. normal ever happens here. It's pretty boring. I never see anything weird. It's it's strangely weird how normal it is here. You think you do until you until you don't. 
Um, <laughs> I, I've known several friends who, funny enough, uh, a few experiences from my, good friends of mine, never two guys who never experienced anything paranormal in their entire life. Um, one experience was from my friend Matt at the time, and we were hanging out at our friend Steven's place. Um, and this is like a Saturday, I know for yeah. sure. And we were hanging around and it was getting late. Steven invited me to stay over at his place so we could go to church the next day. Um, but I said, I don't have any of my gear to play in a, the band the next morning or any clothes changing to say, well, let's go to your house. Let's, let's pick up some stuff. So you can come back here. I was like, all right. And I, <laughs> I told him, uh, you sure? You know, sure you want to go out there and stuff like that? Well, yeah, it's fine. Fine. I told him stories. Yeah. So there are, there been warned. We go out there. Um, this, I think also you can involve a cryptoid too. I'm going to throw it in there too. Uh, but I didn't experience this, mind you. So we pull up to my house. It's dark. It's nighttime. I noticed that my front porch light is off. Um, hmm. so it's kind of dark out there. And Did you I, turn it off when you left? Or my mom didn't turn on or something. Like, I, I, I hadn't been home since early that, that uh, afternoon, so I wouldn't know uh, okay. when it came to that day. But I know my mom probably didn't turn on because she's probably home all day. So... Me and my friend Steven, I was riding shotgun, he was driving. We get out, friend Matt's in the, uh, no, he was, sorry. I was, in, I was in the back? No, yeah, I was in the back, friend Matt's in the shotgun, friend Steven driving. We get out, Matt's still in the car, say, hey, you wanna come in? They like, nah, I, I can stay here. He's like, you sure, you sure you wanna stay out here by yourself? Mm-hmm. Right, and, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I'm cool. So we go inside. Uh, I think we're inside maybe a total of, of 10 minutes. Uh, then I tell I tell my mom, hey, cool, I'll stay with Steven. That's fine. Um, so I go in my room. My brother's there. He's playing his guitar. Him and Steven are talking about guitar stuff. He's both guitarists. For like mm-hmm. maybe five minutes, I'm getting my stuff, getting my gear. Then we go. And right before I leave the house, I go, oh, the porch light was off. Let me turn it on. So I turn it off so we can see our way leaving. Mm-hmm. I go in. We go back to the car. Matt is now, was in the front seat. Now is in the back seat. And looks freaked out. And I go, what's going on? I says, get in the car. I'm like, what's wrong? He's like, get in the fucking car right now. I'm like, oh, shit. So I throw myself in the trunk. We get in. On the ride, leaving the house to back to Stevens. He tells us while we're in the house and he was in the car, he started hearing like hoof stomps. Oh, geez. How, right? But in the distance. And then right next to the car. Mm. I told him, yeah, my grandpa's cow. I was like, I didn't see a cow. I looked around and see nothing. Then off in the distance, hoof stomp then next to the car then off in the distance and next to the car so he got freaked out he jumped in the back seat you know got like hunched down so nothing could see him and then when he did that he heard like a single like like someone's fingernail go think against the side of the car and oh, no. scraping like across the whole car and he said he was about to start like yelling and honking the horn when i turned the porch light on Oof. i would piss myself right so hard so <laughs> so that, that, that and what the other weird part is why he's telling this right while we're driving back into town he's about to like 15 minutes out of town while yeah. driving back into town he goes why are they staring at us why are all those deer staring at us and like what are you talking about and it's true all the deer on the side of the road because i live out in the boonies there's no street lamps it's dark mm-hmm. yeah all the deer on the side of the road stop and they're staring at the car as it drives by mm-hmm. like not not like if one or two like a lot like they just came out to see the car pass by that's 
That's really weird. Yeah. That's really weird for deer. <laughs> and most of the time they haul ass across the road and get hit, you know. But uh, yeah. they stopped and they just basically stared at the car as it drove by. Um, yeah. Then the other time, uh, oh, mind you, let me finish this story. Uh, okay. We get back to the house. We look at the side of the car, see if there's anything on it. And yeah, there's one giant scratch mark, like done with like a nail, like a like a one nail. Ooh. On the side of the car, all the way from one end to the other. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Like it, it, it could have been you know, a tree branch that scraped it, or it's but where it was and how we described it, it was too coincidental. But yeah, the other time, uh, my friend Steven dropped me off by himself and he was freaked out already, he had to go out there at night. <laughs> so he drops me off and he said he was making it down the road. And the way the, my road works to my ranch is like it's like, like I would say 50 yards one direction, then it turns. 90 degrees and turns the other direction and then you go into like another 90 degree turn they basically turn into the entrance to my ranch area yeah so he was going back mind you back and he had made the first the, the second turn that goes to the straight away to the to the highway um and on the straightaway to the left is an open field right when it's around the wooded areas but the big open field and not the same open field that we saw the original that me and brother saw the white guy for the first time no different open field mm. and what he saw was the white guy standing in the oh. field, staring at him. Oh, no. And he hauled ass down that road, mind you, a lot of potholes, to a point where he needed new shocks. Because <laughs> his car was not made to go down a dirt road like that. <laughs> Fast he drove. I'm kind of fascinated on the story of the white, the white naked pale guy. Yeah, so. it's, we, I mean, I, a ghost, a, a creature, Still don't know, don't, don't, never looked into. Maybe the guy who died that was hung from the tree that's the entrance to my ranch. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe they had a proper burial and he's pissed. I want to grab about it or something. Well, anyway. What time you got, by the way? I have. Uh, 7:45. She, no, not, not time o'clock. What? Like how long you recorded? <laughs> I have no idea. Oh, okay. Uh, I think enough. I think it's. Uh, I can keep going, but I think that's. Let's read I'm. Are you tired? I'm tired. Are you getting sleepy? No, I got. Uh, I was gonna watch a uh, third-degree payback. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm. I'm gonna watch um. Lucifer, the new season. That, I can't watch that show. I can't watch any show that depicts the devil as something other than what he actually is. Yeah. I know it's based on a comic book character within DC, yeah. but I was like, eh, I don't, I don't care. Yeah. I gotta figure out sponsors for next month. You actually get sponsors? Yeah. I'm gonna go through like popcorn. Still yet to try it online. Yeah. Yeah. Just go through like a dollar. You need to give me like a dollar. That's more than I get. I want that Joe Rogan money yet. Nice. One day, after like 10 years, like he did, like 16 years of podcasting, 
he started podcasting before it was even popular. Yeah. Um, and then he got his fame when the game started getting more popular. And it's getting popular now because everything their dog's doing it. Yeah. Um, everyone's starting to do one. And that, and I mean, there's one thing that I guess was asked to me, like, why I even start one when there's so many other people doing, you know, same typical thing. I was like, just because there's, you know, a thousand metal bands out there doesn't mean that you're not going to start one yourself or rock yeah. band or something like that. What you create, what you, you know, what you put out there might be different from that other one. And some people might actually like yours more than others. So yeah. I think it goes for music. Why would you become a musician when everyone already done it? Because my stuff is different from theirs. It's going uh-huh. to be different. Might be the same genre, but not going to be the same exact song. Exactly. I heard it's like there's like a surplus, like such with the COVID stuff happening, there's surplus of podcasters happening, but the people are out. Was, some people make a podcast that make it hard for people to actually gain listeners. You now, everything's so spread out with listeners. Well, if you can last more than a year, yeah, you're you're doing all right podcast yeah. wise. So if you stick with it for about a year, things what people say. Like if you stick with it for about a year and you are gaining traction or you've seen it, it's going somewhere, then you, 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 you did pretty well. But if you like do it after like a year and you haven't moved any numbers, you're still at a same follower level on Instagram or whatever listens wise, then, you know, probably time to call up shop or try something different. Yeah. yeah. I like to start like a sports podcast. I like sports. What? Are you a big sports guy? Pro wrestling, yes. Yeah. Um, football, moderate. Basketball, a little bit. And as far as I go. <laughs> Who's your favorite wrestler? The Undertaker. Undertaker. He's the best. I'm kind of mad about him breaking his record. Getting lost. I'm kind of mad about Brock Lesnar breaking his record. Yeah, I was too. But if it had to be anybody, it has to be him. And people say, oh, Kane shouldn't have done it. Or Shawn Michael or something like that. No, no, because you like those people. A lot of people don't like Brock, and Brock doesn't care that you don't like him. All right. Yeah. <laughs> what was your favorite era of wrestling? I mean, I grew up in the Attitude Era. That's where yes, I started me watching. Too. Around like 95, me 96. Me too. I would say it's my favorite. I would say the era that happened between like 2000 and 2006 or 7. Like I think they call it the reality era or whatever like that. It's like when John Cena first started getting started. Yeah. Um, uh, Kurt Angle was around. Yeah, Undertaker was in his American Badass form, yeah. right? The biker version. Yes. Uh, I think that that was probably my favorite era around that time, and that's also when the uh, was it WCW ECW invasion happened. Yes. Remember that. What? Was like thunder. Oh. It's like raining here. I think. My sister's in I think my I think she's in Carolina. My sister's in Cary, I believe, around there. Let's see. I think she moved. I think. She lives in North Carolina, though. Her husband. Um, they have a daughter, and I have seen her since last time I seen her before. Last time I seen her, she was like a baby. She's like nine now. She's like this tall. It's like a person. Like, what the hell? It's weird. 
Time flies by. Yeah, my son's already four. Yeah. Four? What? It's crazy. <laughs> uh, he's going to be a giant, too, which makes no sense because I'm five. Ten. My wife is five one. And he's going to be, according to Doc, like six eight. Whoa. Yeah. Bring him basketball. But it'd be funny, though, because he's half Mexican, half Italian. You know, two races that aren't known for size, but yet he's going to be a giant. I don't know. <laughs> um, something. Thank you for coming on the show. We appreciate it. Uh, I guess uh, I put a plug in. Uh, yeah, check out Hidden in Shadows to uh, all your listeners. Uh, it happens new episodes every Friday, and like I said, September fourth episode is going to be all about aliens. I look forward to listening to it. Yep. I hope everyone listens to it. And where can people find you on social media? Uh, Hidden in the Shadows podcast on Instagram. Um, and Hidden in the Shaw, S-H-A-6. I didn't I, I didn't pick the name. This is what Twitter just gave me. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Twitter, ha- uh, Twiddle, uh, Twitter handle. Uh, yeah, Hidden in the Shaw 6 and, uh, on Twitter. Nice. Yeah. You have a YouTube channel? Do you have a YouTube channel that people can go to? Uh, yes. I think we have a Hidden in the Shadows YouTube. It's We're still working out the kinks of what we can post on it, so don't go there if you're looking for everything. I, either Apple Podcasts or Spotify, I guess, the main two places. Yeah. Um, but YouTube, we are trying to put stuff out on there. Yeah. I I know what you're talking about with, like, copyright stuff and they're being stupid about things. Well, it's like the downloading and uploading videos is just a pain in the ass. So yeah. Yeah, it's it's a it's a it's we're trying it's believe me it's a it's a pain in the ass. I get it. I don't know. A lot rather go up, but we're trying to get it up there. So. Hope, hope everyone hope you hope you get like ever listen to it and binge it all your episodes because they're all really good. I think. Thank thank you for coming on and thank you everyone for listening. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to this episode of Monster Legend Podcast. You can find most everything you need to know about Monster Legend Podcast at monsterlegendpodcast.com. There you'll find the social media feed, episodes, and where you can subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. It's all free. It's all available on your computers and mobile devices. So check it out. And thank you. And share with your friends. And don't be afraid to ask me any questions in any comments or a voice message, which you can find in the link down below in the show notes. Thank you.